Welcome back for another exciting episode of the Sit Rep Podcast. Today, we are talking about how to beat the summer doldrums. It's mid-July, it's the middle of the summer, and typically on the northern half of the world, uh, we're slogging through win- uh, winter. <laughs> That's the south. The northern hemisphere, we're slogging through summer. So how do you beat the summer doldrums? All that and more here on the Sit Rep Podcast in three, two. Big Duke Six Eagle Thrust. Put on side. Big Duke Six Eagle Thrust. Put on side war up. Sing it loud. And the Romeo Fox. Shall we dance? You are listening to the Citrep Podcast. Your source for everything related to historical wargaming. Whether you are looking for the latest wargaming news, reviews, painting tutorials, or playthroughs, you will hear about it right here. So grab your favorite beverage or bra. Well, we had an how, echo there. How, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Jesus ah. H. I don't know what happened there. I'm Here like, we go. Yeah, right? Yeah, it wouldn't be a typical rep Saturday morning show if something didn't go goofy. Uh, hi, guys. Good hi. morning, buddy. What's going on? Uh, it's another day in paradise. Uh, yeah. the, it is uh, warm and sunny out today. We had some, we've had some storms all week, but yeah. uh, you know, rained overnight. So hopefully this will dry out so I can mow my lawn because it's like this fall. <laughs> I'm yeah, we went straight from back there. drought to uh, elephant grass. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. Mm. True that. True that. So yeah, yeah. Good times. Good times. Well, it gives the blaze in your backyard more cover. No, it doesn't. Uh, Bella ate five of them. <laughs> Was it yesterday? What day is today? No, Thursday, I think. I think Thursday oh, morning. Yeah, she she eats the babies like a little snack pack right out of the ground. That's terrible. Uh, no, that's a good. That's a good start. Eat all of them. Murder all oh. the rabbits. That Come is. Uh, I'm 100 percent behind that. <sighs> all right then. Um, welcome to everybody that's watching the program. As we get started today, Chris, sir, what you been up to? Uh, unpacking and working on the gazebo. All right. First of all, I got to throw a flag on the play. He is going to say that he's unpacking for the rest of his life. So, <laughs> and I'm at, that and doesn't I count won't be... anymore. Not anymore. Not You're anymore. Out. That's that's your last one, buddy. Okay. Wargaming related, Chris. What have you been Wargaming doing? related. <laughs> uh, Remember where you are, Chris. Remember the show. Remember I know. It's, okay. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Whoa, uh, surprise! Yeah. Anybody shocked? Raise your hand. Oh, no. <laughs> no. All right. We'll turn it over to you, Marty. Yeah, there he is! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You have to explain that, Marty, because some of the historical people might have not seen that. <laughs> so when we did our first uh, first uh, uh, live stream for uh, Other Realms, the other channel uh, for uh, all things not uh, historical related. It, it went slightly off the rails. Somehow we started talking about proxies for Ents, and I'm like, oh, hold on, I got you. <laughs> and that's what happened, and then I just played with that thing for the next hour on screen. Yep. So, yeah. It's our new mascot. Kind of a, yeah, kind of a little mascot now. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Besides Edward the Ent, what else do you have? Uh, so, uh... I've uh, I've been super busy at work, so I've not gotten a lot of hobby stuff done. I did, however, I continue to, you know, uh, an ongoing project I have is working on uh, a couple of gaming tables. Yeah. So uh, I did uh, order some stuff. So I got some uh, cheap uh, Chinese trees that I will paint up and make look better for that. Uh, and then one of the things I don't have, I have a bunch of tufts and stuff, but... I ordered a plethora of flowers, nice. so I got a I got like one of every color. There's five of them here, uh, so I figured that would help me, you know, kind of sprinkle some color into to some of these. Uh, and uh, I got them through some, I don't know, it's like some generic wish site. Uh, Timu, T M T M U, yeah, 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 whatever that is. But I mean, I uh, I got the got the trees, I got the flowers. Oh, and then 
I bought a couple of these guys. They're not in scale, but it's a Conex uh, mm-hmm. container. Too too big for twenty eight mil. Um, but you know they were literally like two forty nine a piece. I got two of them, so I don't know. Maybe I use them. Maybe uh, smash. I was gonna say, you know what? You know what this might end up being is crisis protocol terrain. I was gonna say, is it about the right scale for that? It's probably still a little big for that, but way no, when Hulk's holding it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Turns out he can pick it up and throw it at other guys. So, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, did that. Uh, got that stuff, I should say. And then mm-hmm. uh, I have uh, our next terrain workshop at Critical Grind. I scheduled that for the twenty third afternoon of the twenty third. We're gonna do water effects. Nice. Very nice. So I got a. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna prim- primarily focus on uh, UV water effects because I have such a short time. You know, I can't. We could pour resin, but that's all we. Can, <laughs> that's all you're gonna do, right? Uh, so we're gonna talk about that uh, as well as some of the other uh, products. You know, from uh, 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 like Vallejo and Woodland Scenics. Uh, just like uh, you know, using gloss Mod Podge and uh, uh, gel medium, you know, gloss gel, yeah. medium, that type of. So we'll talk about those and uh, you know how they can be used. But what we're really going to focus on is UV stuff. So I got uh, like eight bottles of four four ounce UV uh, resin, and then a bunch of those cheap little UV flashlights. You just yeah, so we'll cool. Be- We'll be able to do some things. I gotta, uh, I gotta prep some bases or something for that, so that way folks got something to work on. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me. I didn't get a whole lot done. My work schedule's been crazy, like we were talking about before the show. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting all my ducks in a row to, to, to make a solid run at some stuff when I get, uh, get enough time to do it. All right, guys, Will hold on. I'm gonna have to ever re- be in a row. Hold on a minute, guys. I got to reload the page because the chat's not coming up. So I want to. Oh, no. So if we disconnect with everybody, I apologize. We'll be right back with you. Here we go. Reload, please. It works. Survey says. Uh, that doesn't look good. (laughs) Well, Bill's gone. (laughs) Hey, so since Bill's gone. (laughs) Oh, he's back. I didn't say it. You don't know. You didn't hear it. All right, it's back. We actually have the chat uh, working now. Let me, uh, oh. Yeah, pull that bad boy up. Let's see. Okay. All right. Okay. What have we been doing here? Hold on, hold on. Marty didn't answer the question. Will your ducks ever be in a row? You kidding? Ducks? I've I've got, like, uh, you know, uh, flying squirrels, not ducks, and never in a row. Yeah, try to get them in a row. They're going to be like emus fighting back. Ah, yes. Hey, they won. Yeah. True that. Or okay, sorry, own. Bill. Go held ahead. Their, held their own no, at least. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so, what have we been doing? Well, um, obviously, we've produced a few videos for the other channel, the other realms. Dawn's got some magic videos going up. Um, I'll have some 40K videos going up. We, we, we have we have to get the low hanging fruit in, in the future. Yeah, in the <laughs> yeah, future, at, at some point to be determined. So, also on bigger news, uh, we have NashCon coming up in August, and so we are probably going to go there um, and do some coverage. Um, in bigger news, I met Chris Bennett. Uh, if you guys don't know who Chris Bennett is, yeah, he lives in town, right? Yeah, we literally met him. As we were coming out of the game store and he was coming into the game store. So, <laughs> awesome. As we're walking past, all I heard was, hey! And I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, excuse me. Who is, you know, yelling at me like that? And I turned around, it was Chris. So, excuse me, good sir. Your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're in town. Uh, he's going to Historicon. I wish we were going, unfortunately. Just not in the cards this year. Um so we're going to be doing stuff with him uh, in the future. Uh, he'll be coming here to record some stuff. Show, awesome. Maybe show off some oak and iron and uh, blood and plunder and you know whatnot. So oh, because you didn't really get into who he is. He is the just one of the distributors of um, blood and plunder and firelock. You know, firelock, thank you. Yeah. 
uh, and among other things, um, let me see if I can bring up his site and I'll share it with you guys real quick. I was going to say, he, he does a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I talked to him briefly, not this year, but I think last year at Adepticon. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with last year. I don't think it was this year. I don't know. I've had a coffee break since then. My brain's completely dumped, so. So this is his uh, fence. He's basically a reseller for the most part. Uh, you can see he has Blood and Steel and uh, Battletech and Moonstone, which is a good game. Some Star Wars like Shatterpoint and um, things like that. So he has like Firelock Games, Deep Cut Studios, uh, Crooked Dice, Atomic Mass Games, Moonstone. You know he does. Uh, he's a distributor for Forest for Nutcracker. So, I mean, we'll have some stuff. He was a distributor for Dish Dash Games. I don't know if he is. I don't see it listed on the site anymore. He was like the guy that uh, imported it to the U.S. So, and he's coming up with his own game too. So he he talked a little bit about that. So, Ooh, anything you can share there? Not at this point, okay. Uh, unfortunately. So, um, all right, we look forward to that then. That's yeah. fine. I we'll get him on the show and he can talk about it himself. We'll let him talk right? about it. All right, so. That's cool. uh, just uh, it was just the weirdest thing when we found out he was moving of Clarksville, Tennessee, of all places. I'm like, why is it? Oh, I found out why he's got like family in the area and, you know, they're getting older sure. and take care of him and all that stuff. But right, it, right. the coincidence is just uncanny. Right. So, yeah. Um, bigger news. That's probably, geez, there's more. Yeah. Big. News. Oh, wait, there's more. There's more. Gen Con. Don and I have applied for press passes. Uh, we are looking to truck up there. They're only four and a half hours away from us. Uh, right. so it's almost the same direct distance from here yeah. to Indy that it was from Chicago to Indy. I, I was going to say, it's like right in the middle between yeah. us and you. Yeah. So we're going to drive up Friday evening after work and then spend the weekend covering as long as we get press pass. So we might go anyways. We just won't have press credentials, which kind of sucks because then, you can't get in some places you normally can with press. But we understand we're doing this last minute. We don't have all our um, website and everything up and running, you know, and they use that to judge, you know, if you're actual, you know, media and whatnot. So because the last time we went, we did it with Beast of War. So, you know, it was easy. Yeah, to, slam dunk. Yeah. yeah. Right. So if it happens, we'll be going up and doing some Gen Con. And mostly we're not really going to coverage. We might do some posts, you know, on Facebook and whatnot. Maybe throw a video here up in there, a little impromptu video. It is more for networking, you know, to reconnect sure. with people in the business that we've not seen in the last couple of years. I mean, we haven't covered since 2019 um, a convention. So, right. um, so it's been a few years. So we're going to, that's kind of what we've been uh, working on behind the scenes. Nice. Yeah. Good times, good times. Marty. Sure. I think it's that time. Oh, here we go. Listen up, people. It is time for the news with Marty. What in the wide, wide of World Wargaming is going on? Let's in on the scuttlebutt. Bring on the awesomeness that is Wargaming. It's scuttlebutting. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, just a few tidbits. Uh uh, today, uh, but and most of this is uh, like new release or uh, pre-release stuff. But uh, as it turns out, you know, uh, Spectre, uh, it's kind of hard to keep up with them these days. Those guys mm -hmm. have been producing a lot. Uh, so uh, I, I get their uh, their email newsletter. So they send that out like once a week. And uh, I'm like, you know, I don't you know, I've, I know I've mentioned them before on the show, but I haven't talked about them in a while. So I'm like, Ah, to go look, go check out what all new releases they have. And essentially, if you're playing anything that is police related, particularly U.S. style police related, they've got a whole bunch of stuff. They've got uh, beat cops. They've got uh, tactical officers. They've got a SWAT team. They have a model of a Bearcat armored vehicle. I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff in there. And of course, you know, you can't play cops and robbers without the robbers. So right. they've got those guys too. So they've got your criminal element, they you know, like whether it's gangster thugs or it's a hacker or whatever. Oh, they need somebody with a skateboard. So, oh, terrible pictures. What's going on? I don't mean this they won't enlarge. Uh that's what she said. What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
you know, so if uh, if tough you ears, hey, hey, that, whoa, what's no, I have not. <laughs> Thank you very much, but it's early, so give me give me time. <laughs> uh, you know, but if you're playing that kind of kind of game, uh, where you know, like I said, uh, cops and robbers, uh, style of game, mm-hmm. that they've got some great miniatures, so go check them out. There you go. You know. Very cool. All right. Next up. Next up. Uh, from uh, Team Yankee. Nordic Team Forces. Yankee. Yep. On pre-order. So if you're a, a Team Yankee uh, player uh, and uh, you're looking to uh, expand uh, the uh, uh, extensive collection <laughs> that, that uh, they have for uh, Team Yankee, uh, here you go. Uh, they're getting ready to release everything. Uh, they've got a, uh, a whole schedule of when things are coming out. Uh, but they're uh, starting off, uh, of course, with uh, the book. You know, so you got to have your your rule book and then all your uh, your forces uh, and armies listed in there. Yeah. Uh, and it includes uh, Finland, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. It's got uh, instructions on how to how to build your uh, companies. Whether uh, uh, regardless of uh, which nation that you're choosing, it's got some scenarios in there. Uh, it's got painting guides in the book, so you know it's a pretty uh, you know uh, if you play Team Yankee, it will look extremely uh, familiar to you because they've done this with other forces before. Right. So uh, you know they are uh, just adding on to that and keep building that world, and uh, and they've got some nice little. Uh, Nice little models in there as well. So, so you see these Swedish tanks? Uh-huh. They don't have turrets. So that means you got to turn the whole yeah. vehicle to f- shoot something. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's much. I almost think of them, and I'm trying to remember what it, what the actual name of the vehicle was. Uh, was it like the German E10? Is that right? I think so. Well, you had the uh, Stug and during uh, yeah, World War II. It was a... yeah, it doesn't have a turret. I mean, it was an anti-tank vehicle, but it, yes. So that's that's what I think of when I see those. Yeah, because I'm like, not so much a tank, but more an anti-tank. Yeah, like, and so, think and definitely, it, but, it, but it's a big armored track vehicle. So I spent some time in a former U.S. military prison. Yeah, me too. I was in the army for 27 years. <laughs> Ears, did you do something bad? Wait a minute. A former U.S. military prison here in the U.K. We had a prison in the U.K. Oh, is that from, was it like a World War II thing? You know, what was that show, The Dirty Dozen? Yeah. You know, when they pull those guys out of jail in the U.K. somewhere? Yeah, well, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and then they're like, hey, you're probably going to die, but we'll let you out. And clean up your record if you survive. Interesting. Her Majesty's Prison, Shepton Mallet. Um, okay. I, oh, excuse me. Now it's His Majesty's, not hers, Majesty. Yeah. I got to get my uh, pronoun correct. Uh, yeah. Um, Tavi Ears, I hate to ask, did you do something bad against the Crown and had to go visit a institution, or was this a tour? This is my other hobby, so mm-hmm. let me. Uh-huh. Well, some other people's hobby might be. What? I was going to say, know. they didn't say which hobby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I robbed banks on the side. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. You need to to be able to afford 40K. Yeah, right. You ain't kidding. <laughs> All right. How about so you, bought, up, sir? you bought the new uh, thing? Uh, how many? Ghost hunting. Five? Nice. Oh, cool. Well, I'm sorry. What, Chris? No, I was going to ask. Uh, did you get five or six models with your? Uh, no, it com- it comes with quite a few models actually. I was gonna say it's actually a pretty good set from what it, I. Hear. It, 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 I have. <laughs> I I broke the seal, took the top off, looked at the the sprues, and that's it. I didn't want to mess with it um, until I do some video with it. Um, but the reason I got that obviously it's forty k and every you know, it's low hanging fruit for the subscriber. You know. Yeah, you Gross. get to put the hashtag on there. Right. Sure. Yeah. 
which leads me into another video I'm going to be doing here probably today is that they have announced a new version of Epic. And for those who don't know what Epic is, that's 40K in 8 mil or 10 mil, 6 mil, thereabouts. Teeny scale. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Tuffy Years has a diploma in paranormal investigation and parapsychology. that's why she can see through all your bullshit, Mark. I was gonna say she she <laughs> just keeps getting deeper and deeper. <laughs> she like, oh Lord, what? All right, tough years. What do you not do? Right. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm also racing in the F1 race in Spain next week. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Person of many talents there. Right. All right. Speaking of many talents, <laughs> let's 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 keep it moving. Keep oh wait, no, moving. no, no, keep no, it moving, no. sir. Keep it moving. No, no. Read the last thing from Tough Years. <laughs> wait a minute. That's why I rag Marty's ass so much. He's ass so much. But wait, what? Okay, so English <laughs> isn't one of your majors. <laughs> Ow! Ah! That's the. King's hey, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's saying I'm ass, and I'm just trying to live up to it. Yeah, just a big <laughs> ass is what you're saying. <laughs> All right, next page. All right. All right, moving on. Keep her moving. Uh, so uh, our good friends over at uh, Warlord Games, uh, if you're uh, into playing bolt action, have their Italy uh, campaign out. Nice. So is that a bear? That It is a bear. It ask. is a bear. Uh, so uh, it's available for pre-order uh, right now. Uh, it'll, uh, I think it come. it's going to be released in August, uh, uh, is when, uh, it'll be sent out or, uh, available for, uh, purchase off the webpage for actual, like, purchase, purchase, not just pre-order. Nice. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's the, uh, the Italy, uh, campaign, and, uh, you get all those horses, you get your books, dot, 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 you know, and of course, it being Warlord. You can go as deep into that as you want. They, you know, if you want the, you know, three hundred and sixty dollars super starter set that includes everything, right? You can get one of those. If you want just the book, I think the book itself is like twenty five bucks. You know, thirty five so bucks a, with the bear. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, you get the bear. And uh, what's uh, the da, da, deal da, da, with the bear? Uh, it is. Was well, yeah. a bear that actually fought with the Polish during World War Two. It, yeah, it was a uh, cub adopted by Polish soldiers in Persia. <laughs> they fed it cigarettes and beer, <laughs> and he would march like a soldier and wrestle with his human friends. Right. Legend has it that Wojcik carried uh, crates of ammunition uh, to his comrades during the Battle of Casino, and for this effort, he was promoted to the rank of Corporal. So you're going to have Corporal Wojcik in your games. Think about being uh, have a bear outrank you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know let, him, let let him go ahead and put a bear hug on you, and you're gonna realize that regardless. <laughs> yep. Cool. That's very cool. Uh, we'll have to do some bolt action stuff. Uh, I know we ordered the set. Chris has it somewhere in his stockpile of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's down uh down in the basement uh and. Uh, with uh, all the hobby stuff is kind of together. It's not all unpacked yet unless nice. Chris has gotten to that. But I suspect he's working upstairs more than he's working downstairs. Yes. Gotcha. All right. You got one more for us there, Marty. One more. So we mentioned our good friend uh, Forrest uh, from uh, Knuckle Duster uh, earlier in the show. But the, now this guy is a machine. Mm-hmm. He he is always putting out new stuff. So uh, these are his July releases. So I thought I would share uh, with that uh, because uh, uh, one, I'm I, I like the game, and two, I uh, I like Knuckle Duster Managers, and I love Forrest as a person. He, mm-hmm. He's a he's a great guy. So uh, if you're playing uh, Western style games, specifically if you're playing Gunfighters Ball. Not only do you have the miniatures, but you can get the cards and all the stuff that go with it. Uh, if you just want some uh, some cool-looking uh, miniatures for your Western game, uh, whatever it is, uh, he's got some Apache Warriors uh, that have come out. This is yeah. uh, Geronimo area, era uh, uh, Warriors here. Uh, they're all Indians on foot. And uh, late period, cloth garments, modern rifles. And then... Uh, 
The other one is what he calls uh, uh, the sluggers. And uh, these are all dudes that are uh, set up in stances where they are in, uh, involved in a barroom brawl. Nice. So, you know, if you want to want to have a little uh, uh, rumble in uh, the saloon, here, here's some figures that uh, you can uh, get to uh, fisticuffing uh, right in there uh, with your uh, other uh, uh, miniatures. Flesh it out. You can make a very uh, nice uh, vignette with those. So, You know it's missing from that. What's that, Chris? Yosemite Sam. Uh, he uh, he has a dude that sort of is that. Uh, but Forrest has an extensive, mm -hmm. <laughs> extensive yep. line. And I particularly, you know, uh, he and I had this conversation at, uh, at Little Wars. Uh, he does, a, he leans into a lot of the Hollywood stuff. And he tells you that's what it is. He, he knows that these are not necessarily historically accurate, but they are Hollywood accurate. Uh, so he's got all sorts of uh, of miniatures and uh, uh, kind of along those lines, uh, as well as he's got the he's got the other ones that are kind of chibi looking for uh, uh, Gunfighter Royale. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yep. Gunfighters Royale, right? The board game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think, Chris, you said Yosemite Sam. I think in that one, he does have a dude that is essentially Yosemite Sam, if okay. I remember. Uh, the other thing, uh, real quick with Forrest, is that uh, he's also uh, been working on some terrain. So they reworked, uh, uh, let's see, what is it? Uh, the barbershop blacksmith, the cabin, and office. Uh, so they've all been added uh, uh, to the website uh, after they were taken down for a bit. Uh, so he could rework the interiors, make them uh, uh, easier for uh, the production system, and upgrade them a little bit. So. If uh, you're looking for uh, Wild West uh, style uh, terrain, go check out Nustle Dust Knuckle Duster as well. They've got a bunch of stuff, and and it's good stuff. We've got some of it. We like it. It looks terrific. Yeah. So. yeah. And that, Very sir, cool. is what I've brought for the news. And Thank if, you. Uh, we have anyone else that would like to share? By all Please means, do. jump right in. Jump in. All right. Good news. Good news. Good news. And and toughy years. Uh I, I see that uh you know you you uh you say I rag Marty's ass because he's unbelievable. And I'm gonna do this just before just for you. So now what you need to remember is when you say unbelievable, EMF. You remember that song? She's unbelievable. Oh, 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 oh. Unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, I see her. Bill, my my new theme song. That's my walkout music. Uh, you gonna buy the rights for that? No, we're just gonna pirate it and get strikes until we <laughs> get kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> All right, then. I gotta figure that one out. Can, can we get like some crazy instrumental version that isn't gonna get us copyright strikes? Um, maybe if I do it myself. Through can we get the exact version? We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. All right. I I just, I just want to get that stop that song stuck in Tuffy Year's head. I'm in your mind. <laughs> Although, you know, you're not in yours. Uh, yeah, I'm out of mine, <laughs> so I may as well be in someone else's, right? <laughs> uh, although after she said that, you know, she she's got a degree in uh uh paranormal investigations and parapsychology. That that might not work. She might have, you know, the, like the defense of the dark arts uh training to, you know, prevent that from happening. Occlumency. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Or yeah. Yeah. One's getting into your mind and one's keeping them yeah. out. I don't remember. Yeah. Occlumency is keeping them out. Yeah. Yeah, that you moving on. He said. So let's talk about the main topic of today's video, and that is how do you beat the summer doldrums in uh gaming, you know, tabletop hobby. Um you know, because it's the middle of summer, it's Graduation parties and all that's winding down, and now it's kind of like you're just trugging through until, you know, the next season. Uh, are we talking about you? Why, of course, we would never talk about you. Well, you didn't see it in the right <laughs> voice, Bill. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> love you, love your show. So, um, for me, I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, for me, I... It, now is the time to kind of do some research and get out and look at things, you know, from a historical standpoint, 
obviously, you know, I just did the video on Fort Donaldson a couple weeks back. Um, I'm looking to get down to Shiloh here soon and do another one there. Um, on rainy days like today, obviously, if you know, if you're not actually physically hobbying, uh, I, I started watching Gettysburg again last night just for some inspiration. Um, at some point you have to kind of, I hate to use the word force yourself to do some, or it'll kind of just go to the wayside. I don't know about you guys, yep. but, um, you know, I keep thinking back to my friend, Dave Taylor. Um, uh, yes. Dave, when he put out his painting books a couple years back on a Kickstarter, we have them somewhere. Uh, Chris might actually still have them. I don't know if we left the at Chris's yet or still or not. But anyway, um, he, he suggests and highly recommends that you paint at least an hour each day. If you just set aside an hour while you're listening to the radio or, you know, something's playing on the background on YouTube, TV, whatever, um, just paint for an hour a day. And that's actually good advice. Um, not only does it keep you active in the hobby, but it uh, also helps you to build your painting skills. Yeah, and wow. so uh, so Dave uh, Dave Dave's got his uh, his own podcast going these days, yeah. and one of the things that uh, he was talking about, I don't know, like a month and a half ago or something, uh, is uh, you know, kind kind of uh, you know when when you when you hit a a, a plateau or you're kind of stuck and you know uh, you need some motivation to 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 keep doing your hobby, you know it was uh, you know uh to paint and he says you know uh but just pick your dude up and you i'm just gonna paint the boots mm -hmm. you know you paint the boots and then you're like well i i can paint the pants and then just build on it from there he says oftentimes the hardest part is just getting started yeah and once you pick it up you know you're into it you know so it's a little bit of a you know inertia get gets going there uh once you uh, uh have actually sat down you got your you got your stuff out at the paint table you've got your miniatures ready to go and then soon as soon as you do one thing it leads you to want to do more right but you but you got to get you got in front of the table and actually get to it to get to that stage exactly you know and i and i think there's a i think there's a lot of truth to that because uh i find that myself because you know like i'll sit down and i'm like all right, I've got like 45 minutes uh, before I'm uh, going to go to bed. I got to get up early tomorrow. So uh, I'm just going to you know, uh, do some detail work on these dudes. It's three in the morning. I've been doing it for six <laughs> hours. I'm like, man, yeah. these look pretty good, but whoo, I'm tired. Yeah. And, then, and then I get three hours of sleep and I have to go to work. <laughs> ADD sucks, doesn't it? So I try to, try to avoid that. But I mean, once I'm on a roll, I'm on a yeah. roll. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, Most definitely. You know, yeah. yeah. You find your rhythm and you just don't want to stop, you know? Well, talk about uh, doing it, doing something every day. You look at uh, our buddy Steve Herner on Twitter. He posted, he was up to what, two years? His hobby streak? Oh, yeah, streak? his hobby streak, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long it is anymore, but yeah. yeah Steve well, no, he, it, it ended uh, a while ago, but he, he sure. had two years. Two years of what, Chris? Uh, the daily. No. Oh post yeah, his in uh, hobby Twitter. Streak that he had done something hobby related every single day for over two years straight you know because sometimes it was painting sometimes it had steve's pretty good at sculpting like with green stuff so maybe he was doing some of that yeah, he's mm -hmm. pretty good with every damn thing yeah he is yeah that's true he's a very talented guy kind of kicking the balls is what it is when you see his stuff so you know uh you know, he, he, that, and that was one of the things that he used as his motivation is he wanted to keep his streak going. Yeah. You know, so there you go. I mean, he's on the road right now and, uh, he's hobbying. So, you know, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't get the quantity or quality. He can't, uh, can't do all the detailed stuff he worked, but he can, he can still get stuff done and he's doing it. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Wait. So, you know, another thing is, um, because this kind of seems like a lull in the year. I mean, people are on vacations a lot. So I, to me, it seems like summer, midsummer is like the low point for gaming in a lot of ways. Because there, there's so much stuff going on. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like you said, particularly in the uh, the northern uh, climate, northern hemisphere, if you will, uh, you know, we, we have to enjoy the summer while we've got it. Right. Uh, and I think that a lot of uh, you see a lot more stuff going on uh, in the uh, winter and the colder months because we're stuck inside anyway. Yeah. You know, it was, it was kind of like, uh, you know, when uh, when the pandemic uh, started a couple, uh, three years ago, whatever it was, you know, and uh, people started getting locked down initially, you know, it was like, oh, my goodness, we're scared. You know, what's going on? We don't want the whole world to, you know, die of this crazy virus, whatever it is. And I think many hobbyists rejoiced. <laughs> we yeah. were like, yes, Ooh. finally I have time to work on this. That's yep. true. <laughs> yep. You know, so, you know, there there were a lot of people that struggled with what do I do now that I'm stuck at home? And particularly those that couldn't rem- work remotely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all sorts of other issues. Like if you're not working remotely, are you getting paid? I mean, that's way bigger than are you getting to do your hobby? 100% right. get yep. that. But like I was able to to work remotely uh, and, you know, it's like, okay, you can't go anywhere. Everything's closed down. You can't gather in groups. I'm like, yeah, well, I guess I'm just going to paint all of this. <laughs> and I might have made a couple of large purchases. Which was good for retailers, so, you know, in a lot of ways. You know, yeah. And well, and that is also one of the things I tried to do was be supportive of uh particularly our smaller companies mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, it's mom and pop shops. They're able to, they were able to keep their production going because they are their pro- production facility. But uh, yeah, you know, somebody's got to buy the stuff. So I, uh, I tried to, you know, uh, support those businesses as well as I could. So I, I got some stuff that maybe I'm not going to use a whole lot, uh, but uh, you know, yeah, it was cool. I liked it, and it supported, uh, like I said, small uh, the smaller companies. You know, uh, you know, talking about uh, you know the hobby doldrums in the summer, though. There's a lot of hobby adjacent stuff, and I think you kind of talked about it a little bit as well. Tough years in the comments did. You know, uh, you know, you can lean into uh, uh, some hobby adjacent stuff for uh, for inspiration or uh for research you know if uh you know like you're pairing your vacation with uh going to a battlefield or a Mm -hmm. historical site or that type of stuff so you might not be painting little dudes and you might not be playing a game but you can get some legit historical perspective yeah for for those things that you do uh game very true very true now i feel for the people like in texas uh, can you because imagine trying, fire right now? Well, yeah. Could you imagine trying to paint? By the time your paintbrush leaves the bottle and touches the model, it's dry. So what is this, uh, what is this paint touch? What what bottle brush the bottle? What? Well, you know what where's, I mean. where's your palette? You never pull from the bottle. Well, it depends on what it is. Metallics, you don't use a palette. Or you do? Because oh I yeah, care. you do. <laughs> I hundred You should never draw other, paint directly from a bottle. Other than washes, I slap everything on there. I don't give a crap. Right. <laughs> if, if it starts getting too jacked up, I'll just replace the sponge. But you get the point. Can you imagine opening so, your wet palette and having it evaporate or so? In, in, yeah. in in the uh, uh, in the spirit of, of uh, full transparency and fairness, uh, everybody in Australia would like to tell Texans go fuck off because they deal with it. <laughs> uh, to uh, deal with it because the, the Australians deal with that like every year for like nine months. Yeah. Yeah. True. But you know what? I think Texans can take on a bunch of uh, flightless birds and not get uh, their ass handed to them. Uh, yeah. Have you been to Texas? I, I'm just saying, you know, uh, while, while, uh, while the rednecks are uh, well armed and uh, well equipped. Uh, it turns out uh, emus are some some tough bastards. <laughs> just, just I'm just saying that, and they're literally designed for small unit uh, engagements. You know, they come together as a large group, they get engaged, they all break into smaller groups, and then uh, counterattack. I mean, there's a lot to be learned from emus. I'm just saying. How did the emu conversation become a regular topic on this program? Because it's funny as hell. That's how. 
I keep I keep seeing a a, a little reel on Instagram uh, about the emu war, about you know it's uh, you know uh, somebody that is uh, playing the part of God and somebody that's playing the part of I make all the animals mm-hmm. and God's like Steve, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an emu, <laughs> and then uh, that devolved into yeah the the emu uh, you know that was cool and all but uh, uh, you know I've I've got a new one and it's a cassowary. And, and God's like, Steve, is this because I took away your dinosaurs? <laughs> and, and Steve's like, did you? And then they show a close-up of the emu's feet. And God's like, I made a murder dinosaur chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tough years. We've had a heat wave. Yeah, it's, I heard it's been pretty yeah, warm and Yeah, I was going to say, you guys have, have been getting blasted over there and remember and, they don't normally have air conditioning in there yes i was gonna say now you know people are like you know no that's not that hot it's but it's not cool down in the dungeon it it, it well, yeah she was visiting the prison yeah but uh you know uh turn the dog book platypus you know but uh you know without without that uh, without that ac so, suddenly uh you know all, all of us uh, uh americans uh aren't so hoity-toity about uh, the heat right and uh-huh. i'm here to tell you i was driving home from work yesterday and it was like 91 degrees i had the ac cranked because it was hot <laughs> i got to lie so uh, I saw a great, speaking of the duck-pilled platypus, um, I saw a great meme. Uh, you know, there was ducks and beavers on a, on the ark, and <laughs> they decided to start swinging. Mm. Somebody holding up a baby uh, platypus and said, explain this. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and, and there, there's, there's a, a duck, a beaver, and a, and a kangaroo there, and they're all like, mm. <laughs> Oh, that happened. <laughs> so, as far as wargaming history, historical wargaming, uh, do you feel that the summertime? Well, because even though we have it's a convention season, you know, warmer months, tip, in, yep. at least here in the U.S., is typically convention. Se- I mean, if you think about it, our conventions start off with LVO in was it February? Uh, it is. Uh, it's either end of January or first week in February. So I kind of c- consider that the kickoff to convention season. Then you have Adapticon. I, I was going to say, now LVL is also in Vegas. So yeah. it's in a warmer area of the country. Yeah. Polar Vortex. Ah, that's too small. Yeah, I was going to say. It's well, okay. So they lean you know, if you go local, game. regional, they're year-round. But if you talk about the big ones, right? LVO, Adapticon. Origins, Historicon, Gen Con. Um, they're the big ones, right? Obviously, Gen Con being the biggest of them all. Um, then, you you know, like I said, you have a few summer months where things slow down, you know. Is that the catch-up time? You know, is that the time where you catch up on stuff you have sitting around? Or does it start, you know, for us, when we went to conventions, it was always, oh, my God, we came home with a whole bunch of crap. Right. More games, more of this, more of that. And it just kept adding to the pile. I mean, you guys saw our hobby rooms. So, um, yeah, I still do every time I go into mine. <laughs> it's not like ours were. No, know, no. But, but a lot of your stuff yeah, is in my. That, that is true. I mean, when, when I say your stuff, formerly your stuff. Right. So, um, you know, that's kind of how I look at things, at, the, at least from the new standpoint, is I, that. This is kind of like, okay, I can work on these projects before new stuff starts rolling out. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I see it as a cycle. During Mm -hmm. the summer, during, you know, you go to these conventions and you, you know, you get out and about and you buy all the crap. Not crap, I'm sorry. You enlarge your pile of shame. Yep. Because then winter comes and you're stuck inside. Well, and I, so I, I, I think that, uh, you know, kind of what you guys have just described is a big thing for a lot of people, but for the folks that are tournament players that are going to these, I think that, you know, that deadline of whenever that tournament is, that's them 
pushing to get their stuff ready, get their armies ready, add whatever new guy, whatever the latest hotness is uh, to their army, as well as, uh, you know, kind of a smaller scale, because obviously there's less of them. The GMs have to prepare their games and their tables. You know, so I think that that's a part of it uh, as well. You know, so for some folks, it actually becomes a busy season because they're trying to get all, all of their stuff ready for tournaments. However, if you're not a tournament player or if you just have your army set, well, maybe you don't have to do so much. You know, that's actually a good point. You think about it. So we should talk about that on a show. How do you prepare for tournaments, right? I mean, I've... I've played in a couple of very small local tournaments for bolt action mostly. Um, I know Chris, you did, you had an experience at a 40 K tournament, not a good experience, but you had an experience. Um, and, and, and something I forgot to say, I yep. was standing in for somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I went there. I, it's not, you said, you know, uh, I, I should have known what I was signing up for, I guess. Sure. So, I mean, so I guess you can look at it. Is this a time where you tweak your armies, you practice to get ready for, you know, the next year's conventions uh, that hold tournaments? Um, Or is it just continuous? I mean, I don't think there's an actual delineation in the year of, okay, this is the end of competition time, tournament time. Now I have build time. The only thing I could say to that effect would be like the end of September through the new year would be like paint, collect, build, test, at, le- at least here in the U.S. Yes. Yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, um, because LVO being the first big tournament or convention which has tournaments. Yes. In end of January, February. So I would say after after Gen Con, theoretically, would be the beginning of. All right, I've bought everything that's come out this year so far, you know, that's been released at conventions. I can start building my stuff, playing it, testing it, refining it, and getting ready for the next uh, tournament season. Yeah, I think, yeah. Pro- yeah, I'm trying to trying to remember when all, all these, uh, when all our tournaments are. But I think that uh, you're right, that pretty much after Gen Con, the tournament scene, at least on the national level here in the yes, U.S. powers level. down. Yeah, you know, um, there, you know, as you said earlier, there's local tournaments all year round. Like uh, Chris mentioned earlier, uh, there's a local tournament here by us in the Chicago suburbs uh, called Polar Vortex, where they lean into it being a winter event. It happens mm-hmm. in like the third week of January every year when we're just getting into the heart of our winter, yeah. and they aren't kidding when they say Polar Vortex because couple of years that's been really polar vortexy it's been super cold right (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh you know your your minis are brittle yeah yeah you don't want to be outside very long you know hope you get a good parking spot or uh you know you you're pulling up to to the front door and dashing in with your stuff and then going to park your car yeah get an uber from the parking lot to the front door right Mm -hmm. heated shuttle Side gig for us next year. Heated yeah. shuttle service. Right. Yeah. Well, good thing about right. Adepticon, we're going to have something to uh, stay in while we're there, aren't we, Marty? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, sorry, I'm looking around. I don't know why our emergency sirens are going off here. Uh oh. And I don't see any. I mean, it's not even gray out. But. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. And if you can hear my dogs going uh, absolutely <laughs> crazy, it's because the siren's going off. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so, okay, I think, I don't know. The, the you getting no alert on your phone? No. It's the, see, I am, so where I'm at, uh, because I'm right by the four corners of four different counties, What the one that I think I'm hearing right now is the Will County one, and I don't get the alert until the DePage County one goes off. Oh, gotcha. Well, I'm yeah. in Will County, and I'm not getting anything. Yeah, is it like stormy out there? No, no, no. no. It's I mean, it's, bright as hell. It, yeah. I mean, it's hazy, but I'm there's literally no wind right now either. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. There is nothing on the radar. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what that's about. But needless to say, if you hear my dogs going crazy in the background, nope. 
That's what it, and that just went off again. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, maybe there's an I- issue with your siren system. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, um, uh, to Chris's point, uh, and we were kind of talking about this a little bit before the show, but uh, yes, uh, myself and uh, Mrs. Marty are uh, going to go buy a, a travel trailer. Nice. So, so, you know, maybe I don't have to stay at the hotel. I could take my trailer to some places and have my own little HQ that way. There you go. Sweet. Are you guys buying a motorhome or a trailer trailer? A trailer trailer. It's a yeah. uh, bumper hitch, 24-foot uh, trailer. Gotcha. Very nice. Yes. All right. Um, any other thoughts about... You know, the soul, how would you, do you look at new systems? Is it a time to read rule books, you know, brush up on painting techniques, new equipment, whatnot? New equipment, usually, because you're going to the conventions and seeing all the the new fancy stuff that you just must have. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Yeah, there, yeah, a lot of the new hotness gets rolled out at the, at these various conventions. Yeah. You know. So, and sometimes, you know, sometimes you pick it up right there because I got to have it. Sometimes you see it and you're interested. Maybe you got a demo of it or you got the test drive it there, but you weren't ready to buy it um, for whatever reason. And it could be a simple fact that it's a piece of equipment that is more than you're willing to travel back home with. True. You know, or you already spent all your money. Yeah. Yeah. All your money. Yeah, or, yeah, you you sh- you've already blown the budget, so you got to wait a uh, a month or two to, you know, go buy it uh, online and have it shipped to you, whatever. Yeah. You know, yep. But uh, uh, you know, I I like it because like currently I I have several uh, table build projects that I'm working on. Uh, I I like to do that stuff uh, in the summer because uh, I don't have to do it in my hobby room. My hobby room is very small, so it's hard for me to work on. Even even the two by two table, but mm-hmm. I've got two by two and three by three in progress right now. And uh, if it's nice, I can go work outside on my back patio. Uh, if it if the weather is a little bit on the more inclement side, I can back the car out of the garage and I can work in the garage undercover. You know, but it's warm enough to do that. Right. You know, so not just for my own comfort because I want to be comfortable. Let's face it. But also, uh, you know, I'm putting things on there that have drying times. So <laughs> doing that, you know, trying to trying to get something to dry in the winter while it might be a little bit cold and damp could take forever. That's very true. It's very yeah. true. And then oftentimes, uh, particularly uh, like here in the upper Midwest, uh, there are dudes that only uh, uh, prime their, their models with uh, spray primer. So they're they're using you know Citadel spray primer. They're waiting for it to get warm enough that they can go hang out outside and do all that. Like Uncle Adam uh, from Tabletop Minion, for instance, he's one of those guys. You know, he spray he likes to spray prime his dudes, uh, and uh, he he will literally pre- get them prepped up over the winter, and then whenever it gets warm enough in the spring that he can start using his primer outside, he'll go do that. Yeah. Before summer hits and it gets too humid. Right. I'm, wait. I'm You're flashing. flashing. Who are you flashing? This oh, you talking about the lights behind me? Yeah, they're in flash mode. Yeah. Or you could be like me and just, you know, use your uh, basement storage room where your furnace is and just spray paint in there next to the furnace and the water heater. Yeah. That's the worst that could happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dawn coming down, putting you in a headlock and punching you in the face repeatedly because <laughs> the whole house smells like... Yeah, I was thinking more of the explosive vapors. Or, you know. If you get blown up, you don't care what Dawn does to you. True. <laughs> Although she's not coming to get you. I'll promise you that. She's like, nope, scooping up the dogs and I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. She'll grab her magic stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That too. That too. I wonder if we need to get that insured. Well, considering you're you're buying it, you know, Buy in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, so, so speaking of that, so she told me, you know, she, we just invested all this in this Lord of the Rings set. 
And she goes, yeah. yeah, there's another set coming out. I really want to get out. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you kidding? And she goes, look, have you seen your computer office recently? All right. Buy whatever you want. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Tough years. You don't, you don't use the spray at all, huh? I, uh, I, I don't use rattle can, generally speaking, uh, because I have an airbrush. Uh, and, yeah, I prefer to airbrush, which also allows me to do it year-round because I'm doing it inside in my hobby room. Right. And the cock. Hawk. Hawk. <laughs> hobby operations center, sir. <laughs> hmm, boy. Hobby. Hobby. I don't know about you, too. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what's to know? So for anybody out there um, watching, um, oh, here we go again. Anybody uh, out there watching, we lost our chat overlay. Um, okay. It's all right. We're, we're closing out the show here. We'd love to hear from you as far as, you know, what you do to keep slogging through the summer doldrums or the winter doldrums or the doldrums period when it comes to gaming and hobbying. Um, yeah. Or maybe based on where you are, when, when is your doldrums? Right. Yeah. When, uh, you know, uh, in the UK, is that at a different time than it is here? Uh, if you were in, uh, the upper Midwest of the United States versus, you know, the Southeast or Southwest. Is that a different time? You know, let it, let it, let us know when you think the doldrums happen and how do you get through them? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, I'll be honest with you. I kind of need some help with some ideas for future shows. So if you have any ideas, or you'd like to hear us talk about themes, whatnot, um, send us a message Comment below. We'd love to uh, hear what your thoughts are about topics for future shows as well. Um, or join us, right? That's actually true, too. If you'd be you... interested in joining the show, uh, send us a message, and we'll send you the link to have you uh, be as a guest. Uh, while being on camera is always desirable, if you are uncomfortable or rather not or unable to, that's fine. We just audio you in. Um, we've done that before, yep. We've done that before, so... Uh, Jim is away in the jungles of Vietnam fighting the war again. Uh, it is a gaming club. Yep. Um, but so. you seen how humid it is down there in Florida? It's always humid in Florida. <laughs> it's humid here in Tennessee. Yeah, it's humid here in the suburbs of Chicago. Right? Yeah. It's summertime. It's humid. Yeah. It's, unless you live out in the desert, you know it's humid. No, he uh, it wasn't. Wasn't humid here up until about a week and a half ago. No. Yeah. No, we had like a two and a half month dry spell. Nice. Actually, it was kind of nice. I didn't have to mow. Yeah, yeah. I got to do that when we get done here. Yeah. yeah. All so. right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and close out the show today. Um, like I said, this Wednesday. Fingers crossed. Floodwaters don't rise. I will be there for the hobby show. Our paint and chat. Anything goes show. Very nice. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Yep. And then uh, look for a couple of videos coming out uh, on the other channel. And then I still have to finish the Huey. Um, I'll try and get that done this weekend and get that video up here soon. Jim's still slogging away through his videos that he's been producing left, right, and center. Yeah, he's and... got an extensive list of stuff going mm -hmm. on. Yep. And then I still have a video I want to do on some paintbrushes reviews. Um, I saw actually another YouTube channel review those brushes, the wolf bristles and those uh -huh. from that Kickstarter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm going to reserve my opinion since I, until I can actually get my, to use them, but they I, were not uh, favorable. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know the review of which you speak yeah. and, yeah. Let's just say in their review, like, the Windsor Newton Sevens came out on top. Well, okay. Windsor, Windsor <laughs> Newton Seven. Come on now. They came out on top. That's you could be competing about uh against about anything and have that response. So 
that doesn't really tell you much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, put one of the you know top rated uh, brushes in the industry. Okay, yeah, we we get that maybe that won the contest, yeah. but we look forward to hearing your thoughts uh, on the ones that uh, you got because uh, let let's say there's been mixed reviews uh, from the few that I've seen. So mm -hmm. I, I'm interested to see what you think of it. Yeah. So. We'll get that going, and you know, along with that video, once that video comes out, if you want to put up what your favorite brushes are, whether they're naturals or synthetics, um, we can go from there. Tuffy years to answer your question before we close this out. The other channel is Sit Rep Podcast presents Other Realms. Mm -hmm. So if you just go to YouTube, here, actually, I'll bring it up for you. Uh, let me go to YouTube. You'll you'll be to be to be. YouTube. Or not to be. Or not to be. Ah, to be. See what you did there. Okay. Uh, boy, I have a lot of channels I subscribe to. Shocker. Right? There it is. Okay. And share the channel. There it is, guys. Set Rep Podcast, Other Realms. And you can see we've got some videos of Dawn's and... Her, her first video, the uh, unboxing of the gift box set, did it really well for a channel that had no subscribers at the time other than, like, myself and Dawn. Uh, and I think Marty and Chris. Yeah, I think we had four subscribers. Yeah, so we're up to 32. I mean, she, you know, she, she that did very well. Her second video, eh, I mean, but Again, it's, it's, it's all brand new. It's all brand new, and some people don't really care about the value of the box. You know, you know, some do, some don't. So, uh, but they do like to know what's in it and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Hey, oh, thank you, Tough Years. Five. We have five subscribers. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no, we have thirty-three now, right? Oh, yeah, 30, oh, yeah, thirty-two. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so look out there. So, uh, Tough Ears. Just so you know, there will be forty k. Um, videos and stuff coming on the other realms because it covers everything outside of historical. So I actually going to be filming some 40 K stuff. Uh, I know nothing about 40 K. That's my caveat. I know nothing about it other than it's the biggest tabletop horror gaming out there. And it's um, expensive and it's expensive. But yeah. other than that, it'll be an interesting journey. So how, how, uh, you know, depressed or downhearted was uh, Dawn when she heard that the one ring has already been found. Uh, I mean, honestly, not too much. Um, you know, about, about the reality of it is. When I found out I didn't win Powerball last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Back to work. <laughs> Tough ears. It's Nazis in space. Oh, that's great. So. Anywho, so that'll be coming up here uh, <laughs> soon. So, well, guys, unless you have anything else to close out the show with, I think we're going to call it on that, huh? It's been a slice. Yeah. So, for Marty and... What the hell is going on outside? This oh, is time? it going off again? It's been going off the entire time. Man, I, I would assume something's broke. I, it I'm broke hoping? it. Yeah. If it's been, if it's still going on, it's broke. Because so. it, it's gone off like seven or eight times now. Yeah, I would say somebody's. There's some kid out there going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or knowing us, because we've had so much rain, some water got in the wiring and just keeps shortening it out and making it yeah. go off. That's more. Bill, could. you could have so leaned into this. Just all of a sudden drop Marty. Marty, Marty, are you there? <laughs> yeah. It's Red Dawn happening that. right now. No, it's Cthulhu. I like that one. Let's go with that. <laughs> I don't know. Right, Don, you get to play with your guns. Oh, no, you're in not... Illinois. They're not allowed anymore. Uh, turns out I'm exempt. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, and uh, you, do you think I'm not going to take my guns anyway? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be useless against Cthulhu, but I'm still bringing them. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Uh, right. It's Cthulhu coming for you. Yep, exactly. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and close out the show. We want to thank you all for joining us on this fine show. I know it was a little laid back and, you know, a little mellow for uh, 
typical uh, the three of us, but might be um, our own doldrums, so to speak. Exactly. We're we're you know the doldrums are actually an area in the Indian Ocean. Did you know that? Yep. You literally, when you're sailing, you hit the doldrums. It's where yep. like there's no wind. You know, it just there's the a couple of them, which is appropriate because there is no wind here right now. <laughs> oh, I I take that back. Suddenly there is a little breeze. Just a little one. Just a little one. Anyway, but we're going to close out the show with that. Thank you for joining us. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. Um, commenting helps drive the, the videos and to other people who may not know about us. And we appreciate all you do. And share with your nerd friends. Share with your friends that you want to turn into nerds so we can play more games with them. Right. And then tell them to like and subscribe and share with their friends as well. And we would love to hear from you all if you have ideas. Did you watch the Napoleon trailer? No, I have I, not seen it yet. I, I yeah, I was gonna say I, I saw it, uh, but I have not watched it yet. So yeah. uh it looked I mean the little bit that I saw looked interesting, so we yeah. have to circle back on that one. Lord no okay. I do not need to get sucked into Napoleonics. <laughs> not need that. I got enough crap going on. Well fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't need that either. I got. I got. A, I got enough stuff. I, I need to. You get to, to paint really cool colored uniforms. I. I need to sort out what I got right now. You know, you get to use all the pretty much colors of your you palette. Know I'm a tryhard. That uniforms <laughs> will make me crazy. And you only have to er. paint about thirty thousand of them. Right. Crazy. Er. Yes. True that. True that. All right, guys. We're gonna go ahead and close out the show. Thank you very much okay. for joining us. This is Bill for Marty and Chris. Thank you very much. And we'll see you Wednesday for the Hobby Paint and Stream. And if not, we will see you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Big Duke, six Eagle Thrust. Put on Sidewar up. Make it loud. And the Romeo Fox God, Shall we dance? You are listening to the Citrep Podcast. Your source for everything related to historical wargaming. Whether you are looking for the latest wargaming news, reviews, painting tutorials, or playthroughs, you will hear about it right here. So grab your favorite beverage or brush and let's hit it.